Young Gospel. Young Gospel. Young Gospel. Yo, what's up, everybody? It is I. It is me, Young Gospel. How's everybody doing? Look, it's been a very, very long time. I know I haven't really been keeping up with you guys. I have been extremely busy. You know, sometimes we have to do our family things. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in my family right now. My kids are growing up. Uh, I'm getting more work. I'm picking up more work. Thanks to our Lord Jesus Christ, Savior. And but you know what? I'm back. I'm back and uh, I'm stronger than ever. Uh, I've been kind of a little bit missing in action in the whole podcast scene. But you know what? I know that I'm going to pick things up this year and I want to be able to produce more material for you guys. And I know that God willing, I am because people are listening. And all of those of you that have liked my podcast, I am truly thankful that you are able to listen. I am truly thankful that you're liking the material. And for you guys, I will be putting out much more material this year. I'm going to try to stay a little more consistent on these podcasts because I know people are listening. But hey, how's everybody doing? As for me, I'm doing great. And I hope you are having a wonderful morning also. Now, to get things started, like always, you know, I have not been uh, contacted by anyone. I am not uh, being sponsored by anyone. But I do want to share with you a couple of good books that you can read if you decide to pick up a book, which I think nowadays it's getting a little bit awkward that no one wants to read books anymore, actual hard or paperback copies. I think it's probably the greatest thing, uh, the greatest train of thought that you can do because you have to remember that tablets and uh, these uh, technolo- these technology, these things of technology are, are pretty much going to take away your creativity because if you're reading stuff that you're able to see pictures to, or if you're looking at videos, um, it actually robs you of your creativity. But anyway, um, to get started here, I want to give you a couple of books that I feel that you would definitely like. Uh, One is called Jesus Calling, Enjoying the Peace in His Love. The other one is Play the Man, Becoming the Man of God. And Goliath Must Fall. Also, I believe I said this in another podcast, but The Case for Christ, Lee Strobel. I think it's a very good book. I've read it already, and I do highly recommend it. A couple movies that you might want to watch this year. Victor is a good movie. Uh, It's one of the top-rated movies right now for Christian cinema. Uh, Comfort with a Price uh, is Genesis History. And last but not least, Until Forever. It is a good epic tale about two young young couple that pretty much needs to put God before their relationship. So today's title is going to be the 11th commandment. Now you may think, hold on, there's only 10 commandments, young gospel. So what do you mean the 11th commandment? So I would like for you to go research this. John 13, 34. A new command I give you, not an old one, a new one. Love one another as I have loved you, so must you love one another. So loving one another, is this easy? Are you able to do this? Are you loving your neighbor as 
yourself. Now for me and in my past history, these are one of the things that I really, really struggled with. You know, growing up, there's always going to be people you don't like growing up. There's always going to be people in your neighborhood that you don't get along with. But again, we have to, as Christians, look past this, okay? We're not going to benefit any, from anything, and we won't learn anything if we say hi to the people we like, because that is easy. It is easy to go up to the people that you do like, because that is not out of your comfort zone. But going up to the people that you don't like and trying to establish a relationship with those, even if they don't accept your invitation for friendship it is okay you know the bible doesn't say that we must make friends with everyone but that we must love everyone mark 12:31 the second is this you shall love your neighbor as yourself there is no other commandment greater than these now the second is this you know the lord was obviously saying the first one was to love god with all of your heart but the second is that you should love your neighbor as yourself how much do you love yourself you know, that is the bigger question here. How much do you love yourself? Because if you can love yourself, then you are capable of loving others in the same way. Now, when you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, you clean your mouth out, you want those shiny pearly whites to shine throughout the day when you're smiling. You put lotion on your skin as a good little coat over your dry skin so you don't, you know, so your skin doesn't break. You take a shower, um, you know, you comb your hair, you, know, you do all these little things to your body to make your body perform at its best. You know, some of us drink a lot of water, some of us take vitamins, and, uh, and these are the things that really help your body excel. But these are the things that the Lord is also telling you to take care of others. Now, is it saying go to your neighbor's house and give him lotion? No, but... Perhaps. What if your neighbor comes over and says, hey, neighbor, you know, I'm in an emergency. Can I borrow some stuff? Now, should you let your neighbor borrow them? Of course, the Bible says that if you are able to help them, then it is your duty as a Christian believer to help them. Leviticus 19.18 says, You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the son of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So, not only should you be kind to the neighbors that are kind to you, but it is also saying here that you should not take vengeance or bear a grudge. Now, I know that in every neighborhood and with every neighbor, there's always going to be neighbors that you like and there's going to be neighbors that you probably just dislike or you don't have the best relationships with. But again, if you are having problems with your neighbor, it says here that you shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against them. And I know of people that will make their neighbor's life impossible. They will throw stuff at each other. They would do things to each other's cars. Uh, they will do things to each other's kids. And it becomes truly ridiculous. Christian, listen to me. You need to be praying for that person. And you may say, well, I don't want nothing good to happen to that person. But look, prayer, that's not what prayer is always about. When you pray for someone that you particularly don't like, it's not that you're praying for them to win the lottery. 
It is that you're praying for them so that the Lord can intercede and perhaps calm that anger or that jealousy or that problem that your neighbor might have against you. It isn't always to benefit your neighbor in a financial way or you're not praying for them for your neighbor to have these superpowers. No, you're ask, actually asking the Lord to intercede in your problem. So remember that next time you pray for your neighbor, even if you don't like the person, and this could be any neighbor. Now, it's not just talking about your next door neighbor. We are all neighbors. The people down the street are your neighbors. The people on the other side of town are your neighbors. We are all neighbors. This is what this word is trying to tell us, that your neighbor is virtually anyone. Okay, so pray for them. And when you do, the Lord will intercede. Luke 6.27 But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. See, it is really easy to fight fire with fire, but what puts out a fire is actually water. You have to fight the element of fire with a different element because fire only creates more fire. So if you are having a problem with someone, let's say your neighbor, let's say someone at work, or let's say someone at school. Perhaps, and hopefully not, but maybe someone at your church. Listen to me. Don't fight fire with fire. This is not going to benefit any of you two. Perhaps you will fall into a greater hole by trying this method. What you need to do is fight fire with water. Be kind. Love your enemies. And do good to those who hate you this is the way that you're going to be able to win them over to your side this is the way that you are going to be able to get them to move over to your side which is the righteous side because people that don't like you it is very hard for them sometimes to accept when you're doing good things to them but eventually they will but what they usually want is for you to do something bad to them so that you can continue to fuel their rage. But do not fall into this snare. Do not fall into this trap. Remember that we're fighting spiritual host. We are not fighting flesh on flesh. We are not fighting blood against blood, but spiritual host. There are people out there that love having enmity with their neighbors they love having problems with other people now you don't want to be one of these people that gets caught in the crossfire of one of these people okay always do good to those who hate you no matter what this is a commandment it is a very hard very hard commandment to follow but you know what jesus has left us the greatest example not only did his people hate him they persecuted him up until death they put him down. And you know, even on that cross, even after being pretty much beat, after being tortured, and after being nailed to a cross, he still said, Abba, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. 
Now, how many of us can do that without being beat, without being tortured, without being nailed to the cross? How many of us can just say, Father, forgive him, forgive her. She doesn't know what she's doing. And that is sufficient. And if you have some time at night and this person is making your life impossible, then pray about it. Ask the Lord to intervene. Ask the Lord to have that other person see the better side of you, the good side of you, and not the side of you that they are seeing in the moment. Okay, we're moving along. Matthew 22, 36 through 40. It says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So, again, loving God with all of your heart is the very first commandment. But the new commandment and the commandment that Jesus was trying to get us to see is that we shall love one another. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. See, as much as you love yourself, as much as you like to do good things to yourself, to your body, as much as you like to put a nice watch on your wrist, as much as you like to put on some nice Stacey Adams on your feet, a nice tie around your neck, a good suit around your back, this is how we must be to others. Okay? A very good and short testimony. Um, I saw a homeless man on the street one day. And I had just gotten into church. I had just um, been maybe my first month with the Lord. And uh, I felt really bad. You know, I had one really good white shirt uh, that, you know, I would wear under my suit. But I saw this man cold. It was a very cold morning. He was shivering. He was homeless. And I told uh, my wife at the time, she was my fiance. I said, hey, I'm going to take off my shirt and I'm going to give it to this man. And I do not know why. And she said, you know what, if that's what God put in your heart, then just listen to what God has to say. Now, this man had been going up and down my street, homeless. You know, he was a, a sight for sore eyes, to say the least. I didn't like looking at him. And I actually, I kind of wanted him gone and away from my neighborhood. But I knew that that wasn't the right way to think about things. And I knew that wasn't the right way to do it. So what I did, what I decided to do is... I took my shirt off and I gave it to this man. Okay. Now, the man had it on for quite some time. I don't know how long he had it, but eventually, as the day went by, I just seen him again and he didn't have it on anymore. But that's not the point of this story. You know, I I did something that came directly from my heart. So in that same following week, I came home. Sunday was approaching. I was needing to go back to church on Sunday. I wanted to go back to church on Sunday. And I said, wow, I don't have a shirt. So I said, you know, I'm going to head over to the store and find one. When I came home and I and I got out of my work clothes, I looked into my closet and I saw five brand new shirts hung up in my closet. And I said, oh, my God, what? What happened here? So I went over to my mom and I said, hey, mom, there's some new shirts in my closet. She said, oh, yeah, I picked them up for you. 
See, my mom didn't even know what I had done for this man. But God knew what I'd done for this man. And God rewarded me with five new shirts. And all in distinct colors. I didn't just have a white one anymore. I had a black one. I had a blue one. I had an orange one. I had a red one. I had a green one. I mean, this is what God sees when we do great things with all of our heart. He is not afraid to reward us openly. And that's why we need to good, do good to others. Romans 15.2 Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. Now, we have to build people up, not put people down. Building people up is, in a sense, helping them in any way possible to be able to achieve the next level. A good way to build somebody up is to talk to them about the word of God. Now, whether they accept or reject you, that's not on you no more. You did your job as a good Christian and you talk to them about the word of God. Because I'll tell you right now, somebody could have given me a million dollars and I know I could have spent it all. And that still wouldn't have helped me. The help here is giving somebody the word. Because to be honest with you, it was the most beneficial thing that has ever happened to me in my life up until this point the most beneficial you know like i said somebody could have gave me you know a brand new car somebody could have gave me a house but if i can't if i don't know how to run that house if i don't know how to run that car if the house takes me to destruction if that car takes me to my destruction then what good is it to have that what good is it to gain the world but lose your soul so we have to build each other up a good good piece of advice also would be to motivate others to comment good things about others instead of commenting bad things like it's so easy to say something negative about someone how about we say something positive positive about someone you know we as christians are called to take the higher road we are called to take the harder road in a sense also but we have to always work on higher ground. So again, let's build each other up. Let's give each other good advice. Let's talk good about each other. Let's allow good rumors to get around the office. Hey, I love his shoes. Hey, you know what? She does very good work. She's so fast at it. I love having her on the team. Those are the type of things that, as a Christian, we want to float around in our office. Not, you know, oh my God, look at what she's wearing today. Oh my God, she's so slow. Oh my God, she just does not know what she's doing. Look, we're, we're not going to do any good to people if we start speaking this way about them. Okay, there is power in your tongue. Now you can either give life or take life. What are we going to choose to do? Are we going to put people down or are we going to build them up? Because here in Romans 15 too, it is very clear. We have to build people up. 1 John 4, 21. And this commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. And this commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. You cannot love God if you do not love your brother. And if you say to love God, then you better love your brother. Because it is 
the biggest, most strongest commandment, aside from loving God with all of your heart, that the Lord has left us. Love conquers all. Love is so strong that it could cure the problems of the world, but not enough of us practice it. Not enough of us have it to give it. Love is a beautiful thing. Love conquers all. Love can go through anything. But we have to have it in order to give it. How can we give something that we do not possess? It is impossible. But how do we gain love for others? By praying. By asking God to give you the compassion the mercy and the love over people so that you can begin to see people as you see yourself as you see your loved ones as you see your kids you have to pray if you don't have love and once you have it give it it was freely given to you so why not freely give it back to others to allow others to feel good, to be able to build other people up when they are down. Wouldn't you have liked to have been built up when you were down instead of getting kicked while you were down? Yeah, a lot of us get kicked when we're down, but that's the way of the world. That's the way of the secular world, and we are not secular by any means. We are the true sons of the highest king. We are the true sons of the one and only God. And his name is Jesus Christ. Now to close, I have Leviticus 24, 19. If anyone injures his neighbor as he has done it shall be done to him. See, if you injure someone... And this can be in a physical form. It can be in a spiritual form. But if you injure someone, you have to be careful. Okay. These things can come back to haunt you. Because our job is very clear. Our assignment is very clear. Our assignment is to love our neighbor and build him up. It is not to injure our neighbor. It is not to hate our neighbor. Okay. We have to help each other. There is no good comes from injuring anyone, especially our neighbors, people that we have to live around, people that we have to see on a daily basis. Let's be good to one another. Okay. Because here it says, if you injure him, as you have done it, it shall be done back to you. Let's treat others how we want to be treated. And even when we're not treated, we are strong. We are in Christ. We are able to fight fire with water. We are able to fight hate with love. I love you in Jesus name. I hope that this podcast is going to bring you some enlightenment on love on loving your neighbor, on loving one another. This is the 11th commandment, and it is the commandment that 
our Lord Jesus Christ Savior has brought us to believe, to practice, to, and to understand. I love you guys in Jesus' name. I am Young Gospel. This is episode 9. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, download, and if you have any questions, you can reach me at ygospel@gmail.com. At I'm out. Young Gospel. Young Gospel. I love you. I'm out.